This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a Premier League lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you in, you Reds? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards, points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Woo, hold up. Just got a new sale, order fulfilled, and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world. Oh, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. How are you? Off you go. Start again. You have to forgive us, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening to the Reds Report. Uh, powered by the best of Barnsley, and we have got the best of Barnsley today. Um, with us, as always, well, with us is, 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 is maybe a bit too much today, but on the call today with us is Steve. Hello, Steve. Are you there? Yes, right. Are you all right? I'm sound, bud. Thanks very much. Powered by John Smiths. <laughs> <laughs> and also with us from the Tykes blog, it's of course Ian Hope. Ian, how are you doing? Very well, uh, chaps. Good to see you again. Yeah, good to see you. Listen, um, in the summer of 2000, we were all singing Life is a Roller Coaster. And I think the last eight days, more than any that I can remember, has probably been just that for many, many Barnsley fans. So let's 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 go back, first of all. Visit to Ipswich. And, I mean, they were top of table, weren't they? You know, they were doing really well. 2-2 uh, two, two draw. That's a decent result, given that at that time we're thinking, well, we're going to get some strikers in and everything. So for, for what we had and, you know, what players available to go away, that's a decent result, isn't it, Ian? It is, yeah. I'd, I'd uh, snatched your hands off at, um, at a point before the game. Um, come, was it after the Wickham 
show. Um, yeah, and, after the Wickham and Leeds defeats, yeah. Yeah, um, I think the performance at Leeds wasn't too bad, but like at Wickham, on to Wickham was a, a real, after the Lord's, Lord Mayor's show on it, after the Bristol Rovers performance. Um, I think resilience was 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 the key uh, to, to keep pegging away and, and get a point. The, the, they've clearly um, uh, got some a budget over there. They spent well. They've got a good squad. They're still top of the league, albeit on goal difference. Um, I think any team who goes there and gets a point will be happy. So I was I was more than happy, and the manner of it as well to keep coming uh, back from from being behind, I think, showed a lot uh, a lot of character. Yeah, and and typical Steve as a Barnsley fan that two ex Barnsley players and of course scored against their mm -hmm. old club. In oh, it were na nailed on that Chaplin had scored, weren't it? Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? He did that for you, I think. I'm sure he, he, he were ringing me. He were trying to ring me. I weren't answering phone, though, because let you know what I think about him. Um, but, yeah, I mean, what a cracking performance. Unfortunately, I didn't see any of it because I was driving back from Bristol. Um, but, you know, to go down there and get a point to a team that are flying at the minute and the money that they've got and the team that they've got, um, what, a, what a brilliant result. Mm. And what a strange result in the in yeah. the run of things as well. Yeah, that must have been a coupon buster. That must have been. I think oh, yeah. most people would have had it switch at home on that one. That that was nailed on for a, for a home in for many people. And um, Ian, I know you spoke about it in your in your blog, but um, interesting comments from Connor Chaplin after the match. I mean, he celebrated like he just won the lottery. You know, got married and got a negative COVID test all in one because he pre proper proper went for it, and he didn't make excuses. Um, I wouldn't say slating, but he maybe didn't agree with the manner in which Barnsley, you know, run the football club or treat their players, saying, you know, loyalty doesn't count or anything. But in fairness, does loyalty count in football? This is how Barnsley is run and always has done, isn't it? It is. Um, and I know a few people said, you know, there is no loyalty and, and, and players and agents don't have loyalty and there is a lot of player power in football today. And I accept that. But I do agree with, with Chaplin. Uh, when, when I read what he'd said about they just move players on very quickly. Um, and I know that is the business model of the club. But I, I, I agree with Chaplin and I disagree with the policy. I think it's too short-sighted. I think you've given Duff, what, a three-year contract. You've got to give him the tools to do the job and you've got to give him the three seasons. I think too often... We, we knew this summer there was going to be a high turnover of staff because of relegation. So your so-called better players were going to go. So you had to replace them. And I think we brought about eight or ten players in um, this summer. But it's no good if you if you flog a couple of them again in 12 months' time or you say, let's say Anderson goes or, um, I don't know, Collins goes or something. You, it's, it's time for this board to start building a bit of a squad. Players will, some, some transfers won't work. And, and you always want to bring in and add to your squad. But this wholesale eight or nine, ten out and ten in every season, it's no wonder we're yo-yoing between the divisions. So I kind of, it struck a chord with me what he said. Mm. Yeah. Um, Do you not think, though, as well, that what you're saying there, I mean, I've always said, you know, football clubs these days are unlike a business. And you do need, for us, we do need to create a player improve him sell him because that's the only way really we're going to get any money in as such because we sell for such a low price whenever we sell i'd be intrigued to know what alex gone for but you know for a fact it's not much but the thing is i think where, where it falls down is um 
All right, Ellick's gone. Styles has gone to Millwall, but he signed a new contract. Okay, make what you want to that. But we've still got like the likes of Isika and Alari on books. And it's yeah. them sort of players that we shouldn't be having. Surely to God, it's them that we should be moving off. Because, I mean, he's sat at home getting eight, ten grand a week for doing sod all. And that's I, where it falls apart. I, I agree. And if this business model is that we buy somebody in, like we got... Um, um, you look at Britain and we're selling for 1.2 or whatever. Um, we've made a profit. I get that. But if, if, if you're running it like a business and these players are commodities, you sell them when the share their so-called share price is its highest. And the club turned around and said, when we got bids, when we'd just come fifth in the league, in the championship, we didn't accept them. But now we're accepting pittance for them 12 months later when their stock, the share price, so to speak, has completely plummeted. And like you say, I'd read somewhere, I think Leon Wobshaw said uh, on Twitter, he said, we've got nowhere near the 5 million we were quoted last year uh, for Helic. Yeah. So they're not good at, at, at doing this kind of bringing money in when we're no, selling no. the better players. That They should have... The time, if you, if that's what you're going to do, and you're going to make a big, a quick book, this should have should have took those bids last season, and not now when you're selling them off for uh, selling all your silver off for nothing. Yeah, the, the um, thing is, you want you want that loyalty. All right, then. So, what's Callum Styles? He were he's ice commodity that we've got. If he's playing well, you want to put him in shop window and sell him when he's playing well. When he's playing shite, and we won't send him off to bloody Millwall. But he don't want to play for us, so you've you've got. I suppose you've got to draw a line somewhere, haven't you? Do you know what I mean? It's no good being loyal to a player and saying, "Look, we want to keep you, so we can develop you a bit more and sell you for three or four million next season." I think they've done right with that. We, you know, you don't want to play for us. Sign a new contract. Go and prove yourself at Millwall, and then next season, hopefully, we'll get two or three million for him and and, and get shut. Sure, these are players I, we don't want. If you don't want to play for a club, don't bother. And there's a release clause as well, I read today, apparently, that in the new contract, there is a release clause, which automatically means, you know... We're, we're, well, you can we're drop him out of that bus on his way down M1. Well, well yeah. the thing is, though, with, with Styles, I, I I get, you know, he's he's got his international career going. But to me, and I don't mean this nastily, Styles can be a good player in a good team. But when the team is underperforming, he's not the player that goes over and beyond and carries and uh, you know what i mean he's, he's good with good people around him like in that season he, he we looked at him and we thought that's amazing look at him the season after when we were struggling he struggled as well and i think that's where and and when you go down and when you get relegated if you then sell your players well it's a buyer's market isn't it and if, if nobody's going to come and say oh alec the way you play two seasons he's worth four million here's four and a half million no the government said, "Well, he got relegated, didn't you? You need a sh you need to make a shortfall up, and you know, like you used to do on the car boot. Somebody says, How much you want for that fiver? I'll give you a quid.' And at the end of the day, you go back just before the well. If you sold stuff for a quid, mate, you want feeling, don't you? Come on, don't drop that much. <laughs> but, it, they, but clubs force our hands, don't they? Because we have to, we have to, or or everybody we got in is uh, is has been a uh, free transfer for as far as I believe, or is it now? Helic now Morris Woodruff, what else? The, the the savings they're making in in the in the um, in the wage bill, maybe that's helping towards that that you know six seven million pound figure. I mean, I I you know this, I, I don't know. Talk about the transfer period um in in a little bit. Fantastic result away at Ipswich. You think that's somewhere to build on, don't you? So then, and I know it don't mean much to people, but it's a Tuesday night. 
right? It's Carabao Cup, Lincoln in this division. I mean, that's a good measure then, isn't it, to see how we go. Well, that did not go as planned. 3-0, um, home record, and I know it was only early in the season, but completely, you know, gone. Um, what, what was the difference, do you think, Ian? <laughs> Don't swear. <laughs> <laughs> well, thankfully, I didn't. I didn't see the game because I, I had no Wi-Fi where I was, and uh, I never saw. I just saw it. Oh, you it. lucky man! Lucky <laughs> man! <laughs> so, um, from what I could work out, from what I've read, etc., I think the the fringe players clearly didn't step up, did they? And it was a chance for some to probably stake a claim for the, to the manager that they've got um, an opportunity for the next game then at Sheffield Wednesday and, and that completely fell flat, doesn't didn't it? They all, they all, to a man, I think, had a shocker uh, and got picked off um, quite clinically by Lincoln. So, yeah, I think it was one, um, rip that one up, put it in the bin and move on, I think, with that, with that one. It was just disappointing that some players could have staked a claim and... And, and I think at the minute, the starting eleven that has played the last couple of weeks is far and away better than what the options are in replacements. And that's where we've got to hopefully improve because it clearly showed against Lincoln that, that, that there's a few there that uh, are clearly not, uh, Duff's not going to be worrying about choices and who, who to pick, is he? No. No. Um, Steve, we had a, a quick discussion when the lineup came out, and, and we maybe expected a spine of experience with some youngsters around, but it, I mean, well, we, 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 we lacked everything um, leadership, control, game plan. Um, does, does, was it necessary to play so many of these fringe players? And, 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 you know, and obviously the way we played. Or, or could he have been a bit more conservative, do you think? And, and maybe introduce, you know, two and then three or whatever. What, what, what was your thoughts on the lineup and the eventual Well, no, results? I mean, these players need, we need to see what we've got. Because like, like Ian says, you take that first 11, 12 players away, we have no strength in depth, hardly at all. You're looking at then you're under 23s. And although... You know, we slagged them off for Tuesday night and they deserved it. Um, when the younger players came on, um, you know, J-Lo, J-Lo, I always said J-Lo, and he's not a singer. Uh, and, and, you know, Aidan Picard and what have you. You know, it, these players looked as though they wanted to play. They actually put a little bit of passion into the game. Whereas the people, the players that started the game, they just did not look hardly interested at all it was just a piss poor performance it really was mm. Walton's mistake was schoolboy to be honest Norwood for me had to find him a month's wages for what he did because he's been around long enough to know that you know and he's had defenders climbing all over him for years but what he did luckily it didn't do the young kid any damage but, you know, he did it straight in front of referee. And it were a blatant elbow. And anybody who says any different were obviously watching a different game. And he deserved to walk for it. But he shouldn't be doing stuff like that in a game where we've got a chance of progression, getting through. I know it's only Carabao Cup, but let's face it, this season it's probably the only thing we've got a chance of winning. Um, Duff were actually sat in stands, wasn't down on touchline. Uh, I bet he felt like going home at half time. 
Do yeah. you know what I mean? It's, it, it's. I think Norwood's got to go from end. one extra. Sorry, Steve. Yeah, yeah. I, well, it, no, no. He, he, he pulled it back from on uh, on Saturday, didn't he? So all yeah, things are forgiven. He, it's he, one of them. Yeah, but he, he's got that in his locker. I spoke to an Ipswich fan a few weeks ago, and they said, "Sort of good luck with him. He'll get you goals, but he'll give you trouble either off the pitch or some sort of disciplinary. You can count. You can. He'll definitely give you a couple of red cards this season, and there. And then within this first month, he has gone and done it. And that's, I think, something yeah. we're just going to have to put up with. Unfortunately, I don't think you'll ever change him. Not, not, you know, making excuses for what he did. I think he's always going to have that in his locker. Unfortunately. It, it, sometimes it, it, we want to play a player. I'm not being funny now, and I'm not defending him for what he did. But sometimes yeah. you want a player that's going to put themselves about, that's going to mix it up a bit, dark arts that we talk about, all that sort of thing. And I think younger players like Marsh, Natchison, and what have you will learn from him. But yeah, unfortunately, it looks as though he's got that flick switch, the mm. not hip switch, flick switch. That just you know just it just goes off rails. And if you if you're going to get a red card, fair enough. Getting Carabao Cup, but then if you're going to come back and like I mean that edit against Sheffield Wednesday, first touch at ball, yeah. wow, what an absolute rocket! And that's what he needs. That's if that's what he needs to do. I'd rather he didn't get sent off every other game, but if he has to get sent off a couple of times and come back and score, well, so be it. I, I think the disappointing thing was you probably looked at him to be a leader on the pitch. I didn't understand oh, yeah. why Walton was captain. Um, no. I, I, I at least give it to somebody who plays regular. And, and there's nothing against Walton because I like the kid and I think he's a great goalkeeper. I just anyway, but that's not my decision. I looked at the line and when Norwood was playing, you just think he's the one. He's going to be. He has to be the leader. He has to be the mentor. And then to let everybody down like he did. Um, yeah. So the roller coaster. It started really nice. Ipswich. We felt sick to the pits of our stomach when you lose 3-0 at home to Lincoln. That's no disrespect to Lincoln. They're in our division, but unexpectedly. And oh, then... Can I just say, can I just say though, Lincoln played extremely well and they showed that they wanted that game on Tuesday night and they yeah. were all over us. Absolutely all over us. And I think we need to be ready for that because I think, in, in all honesty, there is some big teams in this division. You know, your Wednesday, your Portsmouth. And I think for some Massive. teams, like Massive your three whatever... Huge. Um, I think Barnsley, the stadium, the facilities, it's, for some teams, it'll be exactly the same. Um, but, you know, it's 3-0, and then all, all we're thinking about is it'll get sorted. Transfer periods coming up, you know, everything, everything, everything will be okay. Um, we had to wait till late in the evening. Um, Adam well, that's Phillips. normal, isn't it? Let's face it, that's normal for us. 10 o'clock. Yeah, well, this is what, but this is what I want to discuss with you. Adam Phillips and Tom Edwards sign. The photos that were taken of those yeah. two in the gear were clearly taken in the afternoon sometime. Yeah. On Oakwell, it was sunny. So yeah. if, I don't know, if, if you're not going to, if I know they've tried strikers, but why not do one at five o'clock and one at eight o'clock at least? Yeah. Because everybody's waiting for that striker. And when that doesn't come, it's not fair to them. But you know what I mean? I, I, I don't know why they did it like they did. Because then mm. they show a photo of somebody who clearly had... The medical done, the contract signed, and everything. Anyway, it, it is what it is. But obviously, no striker signed. I just want to go through the players we have at this moment in time in every position to then have a quick discussion. So, for goalkeepers, we've got Collins, Walton, and Searle. We haven't seen Searle yet, although he was on the bench on Saturday, I believe. And some of these players might be mentioned more than once because they could play in different positions. For left wing back, we've got Nicky Cadden. Right wing back, we've got Edwards, Williams, and Hundemark. Centre back, <laughs> Anderson. Kitchen, Williams, 
Cundy, McCarthy, Moon and Edwards. Mm -hmm. Central midfield, Benson, Kane, Connell, Phillips, Wolf, Hundemark. Attacking mid, Luke Thomas, Josh Martin, Jack Aitchinson, Aidan Marsh and Adam Phillips. And up front, Devante Cole, Jack Aitchinson, James Norwood, Slobodan Tedic, Aidan Marsh, Fabio Halo, Halo, and uh, Leia Iseka. But we'll not see him again because he's been very... Um, open and honest in the press conference saying he's, he's not seen anything in training that would warrant a start or an inclusion in the match day squad so we can take him away um, a lot's being said about strikers if you've got Cole, if you've got Agenton, if you've got Norwood, if you've got Marsh, a sort of regular um, was there a real need then to have another striker added, Ian? Yes, oh sorry, go on Ian <laughs> you say yes, you say yes then Stormy Thunder <laughs> um... <laughs> I would. You've quoted a lot of numbers, a lot of players, but I think what you want is you want a guy who's going to get you 15 plus a season or, or something like that, aren't you? And you look at them and you wonder where they're going to come from. Ultimately, the goals have got to come right through the squad. Looking at it, you can never have enough strikers. I think what what was interesting was the triple substitution yesterday. We had the depth that we could do like for like. So he took two strikers off, brought two on, took an attacking midfielder on, off and brought one on. And that's yeah. a nice position to be in. But it's whether, and although Cole has had a decent start um, and has had a couple of goals and it looks like he's playing better than he has previously, you, you when you see the, the strikers who've left, you, you can't help but think people would have wanted another striker, a proven striker that's what we were after not just any old striker proven striker yeah it's um we've we've let strikers go but not just strikers we've got goal scoring strikers go one of the issues steve is it that if you look at a Devante call there is no ian talked earlier about your, your starting 11 we can probably look at the midfield the, the goalkeeper and the defense and say yeah but this up front it's swapping and changing Surely that doesn't help somebody like Devante Cole, who we know has got goals, but if it's a start and then maybe a substitute appearance and then nothing and then a start again, can, is there an opportunity for him really to get going at all? It's not a case of just him getting going. It's a case of nobody actually can form a partnership. Mm-hmm. And you think of all the good partnerships, you know, that's been in past, Wilkinson and Endry, if you want, um, you know, you, you, you can you can reel them off. I can't at minutes, can't think at all, to be quite honest. Um, <laughs> that's not my fault, blame John Smith. Um, but no, you know, they need some sort of solidity so that can, they can actually form form a partnership. But, but out of the names that you give, I mean, you tell me which is your first two choice. I tell you my. Well, then don't tell, then tell me which is your first. I, two no, choice. listen. I, I'll <laughs> tell you my first choice. If if play for me, I'd start with Cole and Norwood. I think mm. Cole needs to play to get the goals. I think Norwood. We talked about his dark arts, but I think he can put a decent ball in. He's always going to draw the funders, isn't he? And and mm. they are to me. And I I know I said it earlier. I know I repeated myself, but. Cole and Norwood remind me a little bit of Henry and Wilkinson. You've got, you know, the tall one that can go in front and head it on. You've got one that's very good with ball at his feet. I would start those two. Again, the other, yeah, was it yesterday with Aitchinson? Listen, there's a decent player in there and, and I love seeing him play, but at times the decision-making, yeah. um, you know, he, he took a shot when, you know, he, he could have passed. And, I but know is that, that not because he's just, a, he's just a young lad? Same well, as Aidan Marsh, be. young and, lads, aren't they? Yeah. Do you know what and, I mean? And, and, and I think... 
the thing with Agenson is he's played in League Two. He went on loan. He played regular. I like Aidan Marsh, and he's a local and he's a local talent. I'll even go that far. I'm just unsure if you can go from under twenty three pool to League One. I don't know if there's a middle step, a middle season that you need to have to get used to playing against men. In the, in this division, if you looked at Sheffield Wednesday yesterday, we're going to talk about the match in a bit. Some of their players, if you look at Derby, some of the players they have, can you compare that with playing in the under-23s in front of six people and three dogs? You know, full stadium, you know, when I say fully grown man, you know, but you know what I mean? Experienced players. And I'm wondering if for somebody like Aidan Marsh, if you're going to say this is going to be a building season and, you know, um, if we can finish comfortably mid-table, that'd be really good for me. Maybe Aidan Marsh should go out on loan and play regularly, week in, week out, in the League Two side or whatever, get that experience, and he'll come back better next season, and, and he'll force himself to be one of those. To, to, but to would, you not, would you not rather blood him with our side now? Because we're talking about, we were talking about loyalty at the beginning at show. Do you not then try and form a squad now that you want to take forward for the next couple of seasons? I mean, I, I know you talk about our old they are. If they're good enough, they're old enough. Yeah. Mm -hmm. but, j, -Lo yeah. j Lo came on yesterday, and I'm not being funny, for 10, 15 minutes he played, he looked as though there's, there's a really decent player in there. But our old 17? Is he 17, I, that lad? Something like he, that? He's a young lad. I think the problem is when you're Barnsley, have, can, have we got time and can we allow a player to bed in and not score goals? Because look well, what's Well, if happening. we're not going to sign anybody and we're not getting anybody well, in on loan, what I options suppose. do we have? Well, is, is, this the, is this the problem Duff's maybe having then, Ian? Like, do you give the youngsters a regular run to, to build up, you know, the experience and that partnership? Or do you say, well, you know, when you look at a Norwood, you, you look at Cole, who's played, you know, look at Aitchison, there's quite a few league appearances, you know, between those three. In what camp do you see? I think, certainly the likes of Cole and Aitchison, I think they need to be played and they need to get some goals for confidence. Cole's had a couple of goals recently and I think you're starting to see a little bit more confidence in him. I think he's got, to see what he can produce, he's got to be played and he's got to almost play through any poor form you can't take him out we've seen it before where he'll disappear for a couple of weeks last like um last season comes back and he's just a shadow he's just he's well off the pace he's got to while he's while he's playing as well as he is he's got to be picked and played norwood is has been around the block he could probably um he can come off after uh, come on after a couple of weeks and probably do the business. We know he's not fully fit yet, but I think Marsh. I would like, like Steve says, I would like to see now this group, and it goes back to a bit of don't be too short sighted. We want a medium and long term strategy here. With this, if this is the group of players that Duff has wanted and they've got him, he's got to build this team. And whether this is a transition season or whatever, and I want to see them all get game time. There's going to be enough games in this Papa John's and all sorts of cup competitions and stuff to all give them some sort of game time. And I, I wouldn't particularly want to see Marsh go out on loan. I, I, I think at the minute, from what he's been saying, Duff, is, you know, he's come out and said, well, I've told all the strikers, you proved to me in training, there's a shirt there for you. On, on, on Saturday um, and I'll pick you if you do it and I think it's all up for grabs for all of them I wouldn't send anybody out yet I think some of them need game time to play into some sort of form yeah 
it's a difficult one, isn't it? Because I felt once, because uh, it was right up that, that line when, uh, you know, the style thing went through and then they're saying there's no, um, uh, there's not, no, no, no contract closed, you know, option to buy. And you sort of went to bed thinking, what? Yeah. Like, yeah. Not only, not only have we not brought in a striker, Somebody who probably was worth some money were, were, were loaning out. That's before we knew, obviously, he, he signed another contract. Um, how a, a lot was made of on social media about how uh, Duff would be feeling. I mean, I'm pretty sure they'll have tried to bring, you know, a striker in or anything. But when you look at the players we've got, is, is there enough? Because we're now, this is, you know... Early September, this is now till early January, isn't it? September, October, November, December. This is four months. This is the squad we've got. I suppose you could say, well, yesterday showed that maybe we do. Maybe yeah. it's a, a, a different approach, a different game plan. I mean, that, of, of those players that you reeled off, um, we've we've um, bought in every position. Um, when you look at even striker with Tedich on loan, uh, Norwood, Every single department, even left wing back. We're a bit short on the left side. We've got Cadden, but obviously um, Kitchen played there yesterday. We're a bit short there, but they've still, even though we still think we could always do with more, they've strengthened every single position. Um, and considering we're skin, we've not got a, we've not got a bean to pay anybody. We couldn't even meet the three hundred thousand pound for the, apparently for that lad at Salford who's gone to West Brom. Um, We've probably not done bad really with the free and loan markets. If you think, if if, if you think from the from a starting point of we've had no money to buy anybody, to bring in about nearly ten players, and to to actually purchase every single department, they've probably not done too bad considering. Yeah. Um, Steve, when did the board shake up happen in the summer? Um, they said. Uh, Nirav Parekh, I think it was said, you know, judges by our actions. Is it too early after, you know, three, four months in charge? But it is the end of their first official transfer period. Is it too early to judge them? Because the letters are on our crest under, you know, judges by our actions. Yeah. Um, are we perhaps a bit too harsh? And maybe the bigger picture, like Ian says, is, you know, we strengthen every position without spending a penny. The biggest, the biggest earners at the club have gone so we've made savings on, on on the budget as well um should should they be given a bit more credit or actually do we say from a footballing point of view we are short up front that's not being addressed and that's therefore a failure where where, where do you sit well let's face Sp it sponsored by john smith's sponsored by john smith's <laughs> let's face it uh it were actually bradfield brewery but i don't want to mention it other breweries are available um <laughs> football fans are always harsh let's face it if it's not going your way because we all know everything about club we all know everything that's going off behind closed doors because we like to think we do um the main plus for the board for me is michael duff that's the biggest that's the biggest coup transfer coup whatever you want to call it Absolutely. because that guy has got certainly something about him um he knows what he wants you can see passions there um so i would i would guarantee that he knew what were going off for the for the transfers and and i'm sure he had targets that he wanted but he must he must be in the know that he's, he's not going to be sat at home watching 
Jim White on Sky Sports thinking, oh, are we going to sign somebody? He, he would have known two or three days before who were coming in and the fact that we probably weren't going to be signing a striker. Have we got enough cover now? Well, if you look at the names that you've read out and you add JLo to that, you've got to say, yeah, we have got enough, but we are still lacking, like we said a couple of shows back, just that bit of quality. That's, you know, I'd, I'd have settled for another 30 odd year old coming in as a striker, you know, somebody who with, with Norwood would have brought the other strikers on. Mm. But the fact that it didn't happen, you know, we can moan and groan about it till January. It's not going to yeah. make any difference. No, so it's, it's got to be, you know, get behind lads now. Let's see what happens. They're all going on about Khaled and, and you know, poor business and this, that and other. Like Ian says, we've brought in players on free transfers. That uh, you know, Cadden is looking amazing. Connell, that Luca Connell yeah. in midfield looked fantastic. Yeah, uh, Tedic, you know, Tedic came on and he he seems to be starting to fit in. So you know what? Let's sort of tone it down a little bit and get, get lads a bit of a chance because Duff will get them going. And the thing is, for me. All right, we've not brought anybody in, spent any money, but we have got January. So surely between now and January, he will see, and hopefully we can unload Deadwood in January and maybe bring somebody or a couple of players in then yeah. when he knows exactly what his squad's all about. And um, I asked on Twitter uh, for a five-word reaction when the window officially closed. Uh, these were the reactions from the people on Twitter. My Matt's best defender stayed. Uh, simply not what was required. Uh, ben Asquith, judges by our actions. Uh, Steve Ross shows where we're at now. Just Desi, at least we still got Anderson. Gareth Scargill, three strikers out, none in. Uh, Steve from Tan, worst winder ever, I think. Right? Uh, Thomas Askew, absolute shambles, start to finish. Uh, <laughs> snap put, but you can't post any of them, mate. Uh, absolutely bloody, shockingly chuffing, inept. Um, so the disappointment of the window when not signing a striker, and then what happens two days later, you've got the small matter of um, a visit to that massive place in is it massive, 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 massive. <laughs> um, massive. Sheffield Wednesday, unbeaten at home since God, what a lad, four million in the stands. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that went that went rather well Ian, didn't it? Oh, didn't it just? Yeah, that was a good watch. <laughs> and um is the it, fire it, drill it, with about 15 minutn's to go um looked look quite lively as <laughs> well, didn't it? <laughs> I, was, I, was, I, was, I was I was thinking I I actually and, and, and we put it on Twitter as well. It it just felt that if you can't beat the side that is clearly's got more quality or whatever you want to call it, just stop them playing. Time wasting, a foul, taking your time, keeping possession, not going forwards, playing it wide. Don't let them get into a rhythm where they can start coming at you. And I, I fully agree with um, it was the the commentator BBC Radio Sheffield, um, Derek Park, who said we made them look bad. They didn't have an off day; they just couldn't cope with what we did to them. Yes. Um, that that has to be the new game plan, then, Steve. It were it were it was amazing. It was from from watching them on Tuesday to watching that yesterday, everyone to a man, you know, had a really good, solid game. Some better than others, but they all had a really good, solid game for me. Um, 
two nil at Hillsborough. You know what more? What more do you want in your Christmas stocking sort of thing? Although I must admit, the one thing that did disappoint me about all of it is that nobody put Barry Bannon in Leppin's lane end because I would have <laughs> thought that I was just hoping Matty Wolf were going to put him six foot up in air, but nobody did, which was a bit disappointing. But there you go. Um, but no, it was a cracking performance. But yeah, well, no. But the guys that came on as well, you know, he, he made his substitutions. Uh, Josh Martin came on. All right, we've not seen much of him. He looked lively for 15, 20 minutes he were on. Um, you know, I'd have liked to have seen that uh, Tom Edwards come on as well, uh, just to have a look at him. Uh, that young lad from Burnley weren't even on bench, so I don't know if whether that would just, uh, you know, he's not settled in as yet or if he's not fit or whatever. But uh, what a cracking performance. How can, how can you knock it? And them, that support that went to Hillsborough as well were, were fantastic. You could hear them singing, shouting. Wednesday fans were were silent, absolutely silent. Well, we silenced them, didn't we? Which is great. Yeah. And listen, you win two nil, which is great. Clean sheet, fantastic. Two strikers scoring a goal. Like Devante Cole took it really well, you know. Norwood first touch, and then you become an instant hero when you just silence <laughs> the other. Yeah, fans, yeah, you? that's it, isn't it? That's what we want. And yeah. I think what it's done, and the players is that is am I right in thinking? Ian, the players or that performance, not only because it's Wednesday, but maybe more so because it was Wednesday. Then you sort of forget about every everything everybody was moaning about. And when we say judges by our actions, maybe because we support a football team, which it should be the actions on the pitch rather than whatever happens at board level. Because whether Styles is going, signed a contract, playing for Millwall, playing well or not, I'm not really bothered. No. I'm bothered about those 11 that started and those 11 that finished at, at Hillsborough in front of six million and and one two nil. That's that's what I'm bothered about. And those are the actions that I mean. And if the ball doesn't buy anybody in January and we finish thirteenth or fourteenth, I'll be the first to say I think that that's an amazing achievement because with very little input, we've we've been able to make savings. We we've sold off the players that were creating goals and scoring goals. And okay, we were relegated anyway, but we've replaced those with people that. Maybe next season can, can can emulate that, but we just need a we just need to steady the boat, don't we? We just need to have a decent season in this league. Um, if you have to judge them by their actions, how how would you sum up the performance yesterday? Was this all down to Duff and the game plan? Were there any players that stood out for you? I think it was both, really. I think Duff absolutely outsmarted Darren Moore. He 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 could not work out why, how he would get his Wednesday team going. Um, tactically, from the like, like you said, slow it down, uh, fouls, um, dictate the pace to how we want to play. Don't let them get ahead of steam. They've just gone and won at Bolton 2-0 and then smashed Forest Green 5-0. So they were flying. Don't let them, you know, you don't go and let them um, start getting ahead of steam, do you? So I think tactically, he got his spot on the press work, they hunted in packs. But also on the flip side, the players absolutely bought in to and, and, and were drilled right. And they followed the tactics to a T and even the players who then came on on, on subs. And I think... A bit like the Bristol Rovers performance, it was a 90-minute performance and how could you even give a man of the match? Because it was actually the whole team got nines and tens and that's what's really encouraging. They were pl they're, they're clearly, he's, what he's achieved off in these last couple of months is far more than what Shopor Asbagi did last season. He's got them playing, he's got them 
uh, buying into how he wants them to play and it was a real team performance yes we've had a bumpy start and you're going to get that with it with, with transition with a, with a new manager and new players but it was tactically he outsmarted his, his opposite number and the players um performed that plan to a t every single one of them and steve when you stand back we've had some of the probably um most difficult matches we've had derby away okay we lost but it's out of the way then isn't it you can you can yeah. we've had plymouth away which is the longest one which was the first one sheffield wednesday away i mean that's three teams you know in in in, in the top nine or ten or whatever at the moment away um, as well. uh, yeah sorry ipswich as well so actually we're doing all right aren't we there's no need to look for the panning button just yet is there well looking at it that way no um but then again, if you flip it round, we lost to Lincoln. So all it says to me is any any team yet again in in the in League One can beat anybody else. Mm-hmm. Look at some of the results from Saturday. So some games on paper are harder than others. I mean, we've got Portsmouth on Saturday. Um, you know, Peterborough's doing really well, although they lost. But you know, on paper, these are hard games. But it looks as though what we're going to get is, you know, we don't play on paper, do we? We play on grass. So let's just take each game as it comes because we might beat Portsmouth. We might beat Peterborough. We might lose to Forest Green. But while ever he's he's motivating his players and, like you said, he's buying them in to to this team spirit because I think that's one of the big differences. We seem to have got that team spirit coming back um and that's what you want and for me and i'll be quite honest now on on saturday and i know he's had a bit of stick but one of the outstanding players for me on saturday was liam kitchen at left wing back he played really really well yeah he did yeah Mm. um ian next two games up uh portsmouth at home on saturday the tuesday after we've got uh port vale uh, which is home as well, and then a week or so after that, on the twentieth, we've got Newcastle United under twenty ones uh, in the EFL Trophy. Do you think he'll go back to what he did against Lincoln and and maybe give some of the other players a rest and and put a huge focus on the league and maybe give some of those fringe players a run out? And you know he's working with them obviously within the squad. Yeah. Um, actually, looking at hindsight, isn't that the ideal way to? see what they're like i mean you know i know they're the under 21s but if you play for newcastle under 21s i dare say you must have you know a bit of talent it's a decent measuring stick isn't it it is i think it makes sense when you look at was it benson went off injured yesterday we we do we have a bit of a knack of picking up niggling injuries herbie kane's only just coming back now i think it makes sense not to flog this starting 11. it's going to be a tough game against portsmouth the joint joint top they're all they're only off it off goal difference they beat Peterborough yesterday at home. They're a big physical side. That it'll be a t- completely different challenge that on Saturday compared to what we've just had with those two away games. Um, and I think that has to be a chance where you rest some of your. Uh, it, it's a twofold thing, isn't it? You rest some of your starting eleven and keep them for the league. But then you say to your, your second eleven, so to speak, right? Prove to me you can. You can. Um, you warrant a. a a starting chance next week so i think it makes sense in the newcastle under 21 game to just to bring in the marshes and honda marks uh etc give them give them some minutes as well mm. gents um 
Well, that's eight days discussed in about 45 minutes, which is which is pretty decent, isn't it? We've gone from the lowest of the lowest to the highest of the highest and a, 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 a transfer period that we've already forgotten about because we'll be Wednesday, 2-0 away, and life, <laughs> life is good. Um, as I say, next up is uh, Portsmouth Pompey at home. Uh, this coming Saturday, just need a score forecast, please, so we can discuss that next week and see who was closer. Steve, you go first before you fall asleep. I'm not going to before I go for another drink. Um, <laughs> I think it will be hard again at home. It'll be harder because they'll have fans on the back. So it'll be a case of, you know, usual thing. First little mistake. We'll all be baying for blood. But um, I'm going to go for a draw. Mm-hmm. Possibly even a nil-nil. Because I'm feeling mm. like that tonight. <laughs> <laughs> His glass is half empty and needs filling. He does need filling. You're right there, mate. Ian, Ian, what are your thoughts on a strong Pompey uh, side? Yeah, I, I think I just hope it's not after the Lord Mayor's show, and I hope we don't after two good away performances. We don't then like we did against Wickham, um, fluff our lines at home. It, it's going to be difficult. They might they may go long like Wickham did, and um, but I'll, I'll, I'll go score draw. I think I think it's it's a, it's going to be a, a good yardstick this one for us to see how we can how we yeah. come up against uh, a big physical side that's three of us then because i uh, I, th- I thought a draw as well and a draw will be a good result that you know there's no mistakes about it i think portsmouth will be a top six side anyway so if if you can take um if you can take a point fantastic well lads thank you very very much um steve um you're free to go back to the pub if they'll let thank you in you very much uh, and enjoy off we go <laughs> um ian as always thank you very very much for joining us uh if you check on twitter ian uh, if you check tyke's blog uh you've got lots of people that are writing for you as well and you which is uh, which is really 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 good um and some really interesting pieces so tyke's blog on twitter um well they said judges by our actions and looking at what happened yesterday uh barnsley fans should be a very happy fan powered by the best of barnsley you've been listening to the red support thank you very much for listening do you think all premium fuels are the same well your engine doesn't shell v power nitro plus helps keep your engine running like new because it's engineered to defend against four main engine threats gunk wear corrosion and friction so next time choose shell's most advanced fuel ever it's fuel for thought in engines that continuously use shell v power nitro plus premium gasoline The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates are around. You've got your McDonald's share boxes ready to go. Ian's already got booked for double dipping. And Steve has stolen the last nugget. You're snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? You Reds? 
at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonalds.com the talk sport fan network the ultimate on-demand destination for the uk's best fan-led football podcasts want barnstorming barnsley insight analysis and opinion follow the reds report podcast on the talk sport fan network unbeatable club dedicated content created by the fans for the fans search talk sport fan network